wish I was above the center of attention, but I'm not. I wish I didn't have to give in to the pressure. Uh oh. Welcome back, listeners, or welcome if this is your first episode of Cocktails and Confidence. This is Ronnie here, and we are excited to welcome you to episode 23. Tonight we have, oh my goodness, PB and O, <laughs> um, a delicious concoction made by the one and only Dixie, and I'll turn it over so she can tell all of you about it. All right, so we're going to call this um, Screw Your Diet <laughs> because there's nothing low-cal about this cocktail. So um, we're all fans of eggnog, and we've had a cocktail before using screwball peanut butter whiskey and liked it, but that also means that I had half a bottle of screwball whiskey in the cupboard and a hubby who's like, you've got all this cocktail booze and you're not <laughs> drinking it all. <laughs> so... You want order, to return on investment or exactly, what? In order to efficiently use, um, empty my cocktail cupboard, I guess, I was looking for other recipes to use screwball whiskey. And they had one for the holidays that was um, screwball whiskey and eggnog. And I was like, hmm, that sounds delish because I love eggnog. So I tried it. It was... Two parts eggnog to one part whiskey was really good. Or you could do half and half, whatever you're you're feeling. Um, And it was excellent. And I had it over ice. And I was like, "Hmm, you know what would make this just a little better? Ice cream. You (laughs) scream. So um, I put ice cream in it, and it did make it better. And I was like, "Mm, yummy. So then I went to the store, and in some... States. So listeners, depending on the state, you might not be able to get this. But Screwball has a limited edition eggnog drink all together. So it's already mixed. And so I bought it because, you know, it's limited edition. <laughs> Collections. <laughs> Collections. I do like to collect things. Look, hubby. And tried it, and it was delicious as well. So um, you could have it either way. You could have it with the Screwball um, peanut butter whiskey, and then the eggnog, and some ice cream, or what we're having, and you'll see in our photo, is we are having the screwball pre-made eggnog with scoop of ice cream, and then a splash of the screwball <laughs> peanut butter whiskey on top, um, and then sprinkled on some little nutmeg. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or a lot of nutmeg. Yeah. Yes. For Justine, it's half a stick. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the natural habitat of nutmeg is, but there's natural. a lot in her in her class. But it, it, like I said, it's definitely not locale, no. but it's tasty. It's like a it's like comfort food mm-hmm. in cocktail form, right? <laughs> yeah. A dessert drink. Yeah. It, it absolutely is. It it's absolutely delicious. Is. So episode 23. Episode mm-hmm. 23. Look at us go. So has anybody traveled? Like, do we have hmm, any so. good stories? Tra- you guys have. All three of you. Yeah, we did do that beach. My first beach vacation. I really loved it. I didn't. I really didn't know because I had never done it before how I was going to handle just hanging out at yeah, the beach, I at the ocean. The and it really was 
just a fabulous time. And then two weeks after we left, there was a major hurricane. And I thought to myself, I'm so glad we went when we did. Yeah. <laughs> and then I felt terrible after having that thought. I was like, oh, Dixie, you're going to get struck by lightning. But I mean, that's the truth of what I was thinking. I think it's okay to be happy that you weren't in a hurricane. I know, but I was more just relieved that we got our vacation in before something bad happened. That's also fair. <laughs> What's so crazy is when we were there four years prior, it was about the same time frame mm-hmm. before the last major hurricane went through that area as so, well. Sounds like y'all bitches need to stay in the floor. <laughs> Uh-oh. Bringing all that bad juju and shit. Mm-hmm. Well, how about if we go to Florida but not to PCB? All right. Because I actually have two trips planned for 23 um, in Florida. So, but two different locations. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think I've gone anywhere since we were together last. Um, I feel like you did a hike or two. Or two. Oh. Yeah. I did. There were beautiful, beautiful, yeah. beautiful, beautiful photos. photos. Like Isle Royal. Yeah. Yeah. Oil Royal. Oil Royal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I did do that. I forgot. And then I almost got stranded there. And according to the photos, that didn't seem like it would be that bad of a thing. It, well, but. it would have been merely because oh. I was, like, out of out of, out of of food. Oh, that'd be bad. And there was no food on the island. So Dixie needs food. How, so does how did you almost get stranded? I think I missed this. <laughs> because there is – so Isle Royale is an island in the middle of Lake Superior, and there are two ferries that you can take there, there or back from there. And ours was the – um, Isle Queen or something out of uh, Houghton, I think. No, Copper Harbor. I don't know. Then there's actually that one's out of Copper Harbor, and then the National Park Service is the other one, and that one is out of Houghton. But the National Park Service one, like, hardly runs at all, like, maybe once a week, maybe twice a week. I'm not sure. So we didn't realize that we booked this, like, dead-ass end of season. I mean, like, they shut down the lodge by the time we finished our hike. There was no food, like, because they closed for the season because it's so harsh up there. Well, we were there when Queen Elizabeth died. Mm -hmm. So we encountered somebody on trail, and they were like, oh, yeah, the the Isle Royal Queen or whatever the fairy name is, like, it's got a cracked hull, and the Coast Guard isn't letting them, like, Wow. Run trips, and we were like, oh, shit. What? Wow. What the? And there's no cell service there. So, you like, we were supposed to leave on Monday morning from the island, get back to Michigan, drive right home, and be to work Tuesday morning. So, um, we decide, instead of doing, like, a 12-mile day and then doing, like, a three-mile day to get into where we were supposed to catch the ferry from, we were just gonna do uh, fifteen to get there Hoof it. to try to figure out because the other the only other option would have been to get a seaplane. Whoa, which is like super duper expensive. Um, but they're like, yeah, the Coast Guard shut them down. They're not letting them run any more trips. There's like 150 people stuck in the harbor, and we're like, what in the shit? Right. <laughs> so it ended up being that the National Park staff at Isle Royale was like. You, you got, like, you have to let them come get these people. We can't. Because right. I think the maximum amount of people that can be in a seaplane is, like, six maybe, including the pilot. 
so you can get five people off at a time. It's going to take a while. Right. So by the time we got there, most of the people had managed to take the ferry out, but we literally got on the last ferry that was leaving that island for the season because that was the last trip that the, the Coast Guard was allowing them to make. And it was only to get the stragglers off Gosh. the island. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> did they I, check? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, do they have some kind of registry so well, they know the number of people? You have to you have to make reservations. Like, well, I mean, ours was probably, I don't know, four or six weeks in advance. So if you're not there, I mean, I guess, I hope you got seaplane money. <laughs> You hiking like you got seaplane money. (laughs) (laughs) And that 15-mile day was hard because um, I always overpack my food. Like they always say you you pack your fears when you hike. My fear is running out of food because I can't share other people's food. Right. So I always have way more food than I need. Like I come back and my food bag probably has like, you know, four inches of food still in it. Mostly snacks, but still. Should be having the snacks. I do be having the snacks. (laughs) Well, because my back is dicked up, he was carrying most of my weight. So I did not pack any extra food at all. Like, I had my shit dialed in to... Everything you needed for the days you were going to be there. And and that was it. it. So that day, I think, (laughs) um, I had at mile four... I had a kind bar. Okay. At mile 10, I had a packet of trail mix. And we found some thimbleberries along the trail. And every one mile, he would feed me one gummy lifesaver. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, you Just know, to keep yeah. you going. You know how fucking hangry I get, right? Like, yeah. And I was like, I was trying to be like, I had, so I had one meal left and I needed. Like, if we couldn't get out the next day, like, I was going to need to ration right. this. So, yeah, it was a it was a tough 15-mile hike with probably about 400 calories total <laughs> yeah. from start to finish. It was bananas. I'd be a little crabby. Yeah. I think it was, like, I think mile 10, what was, I finally was like, I, I am running out of steam here. And he said, I have trail mix and I'm like I'm not going to take your food you're also going to be stuck here and he's like I have I have stuff so he shared with me a packet of trail mix he's that like was, I have nunchucks too yeah I think he's also I think Both he's also staff. afraid of me <laughs> well well one of the first times we hiked on the AT um I was struggling because you know I, I wasn't AT ready that's the Appalachian Trail yeah sorry um, and one of the water stops that we thought was going to be there was not, and it was hot. And, um, I out drink him like at least two to one anyways. And for probably like the last three, four miles, I did not have any water. And so we finally get into camp and then it's like, a quarter mile one way to the water source once you're at the shelter. So he's like, I'm going to go. I had, like, rolled my ankle at some point, so I was being a bitch about it. Like, I don't – I can't walk anymore. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I mean, I you had a legitimate owie. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I 
clearly I was fine. I didn't finish the trip. But this was literally like the first day. And he came back with water and I like drank so much. And he's like, damn, are you okay? I said, I was this close to jumping your ass for the water that you had left in you. He's like, you could just ask me. I'd just give it to you. So I think he learned a lesson on that trip. Yeah. That when you have things I don't, you best be sharing. <laughs> so offer it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that trip was amazing. Um, I think it was seven days. We were on the island. And that's where you got the pictures of the moose and uh-huh. everything like that, right? They were yeah. just amazing photos. It was really cool. Awesome it was, it was amazing. I love that place so much. Highly recommend it. Super amazing. When they fix that boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, they'll fix it. I'm sure of that because otherwise Isle Royal will get no, none of these. It'll be wild. Yeah. yeah. There's only – you can go from that area in Michigan or you can go from – um, Grand Portage, Minnesota, which is like all the way up the North Shore, almost to Canada, and those are the only two like entry points, unless you're taking a private boat. Mm-hmm. Even the seaplane goes out of Houghton, the same place the National Park ferry does. So mm-hmm. it's amazing. I think we hiked like seventy miles that trip. Wow, it's yeah. awesome. So, what happens if? You leave your vehicle on one end, so you you named Houghton and then another Copper Copper Harbor. So what if they only have a boat that is taking you to the opposite one that you parked your vehicle at? So some people actually had to do that, I think, because so what what you can do is like. This would take an incredible amount of time, but you could park a vehicle in Grand Portage and have another vehicle or somebody picking you up in Copper Harbor so you could start at one end of the island and finish at the other end. But there were people who I think ended up having to do that that were maybe doing like trying to do the whole thing but getting like – basically to the Rock Harbor side where we were and realizing that they weren't going to get a spot on the ferry because it was just such a clusterfuck. And they ended up having to take like a bus. So they would, they took the ferry, I think it's called the Windigo from Grand Portage, and then had to take like an eight-hour bus ride from, it's probably actually longer than that because just the whole length of the North Shore is like, Probably five hours, four Yikes. or five hours. On a bus. Wow. Yeah. Not not a great ending. And Minnie went to college that weekend that we left. And then for some reason she thought we were going to be back sooner. So she's like, I was about to call for a rescue. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> but. Yeah. But it was a great trip. It was amazing. Good. Yeah. Yep. Some of us live vicariously through Alex's journeys. Oh, you guys could come. Yeah, you talk about bitching out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that bitch. You know, I don't. I'm one hundred percent that bitch. <laughs> I don't have the right gear, so I, I think I. I mean, everybody no, starts somewhere, right? That is true, and and in all seriousness, that is something that I'm interested in doing. Um, I did hiking in 
the Rocky Mountain National Park when I was in high school, so just a few years back. Mm -hmm. And I remember we did like 11 miles the first day, and it was, yeah. And we were supposed to be training, but, you know, I... There is nowhere around here you can train no, to do 11 miles in Rocky Mountain National to Park. Do, they told us to do the hill oh, sure. the that I school. used to live by. <laughs> the sledding hill? Yeah. That's so that, much like and so much like those 14,000ers. Yeah. <laughs> well, not to mention the elevation. I was going to say the altitude is probably a lot of a us, bigger issue. A lot of us did have issues with that, um, not just with breathing, um, although my lungs were a lot healthier then, <laughs> um, but just even sun exposure mm-hmm. and not being ready for how quickly we would burn. Yeah. Um, closer to the sun. And well, you're above tree line a lot of that time. Yeah. It was like, for me, it was forgetting to put sunscreen on the tops of my ears mm. and cause I had a hat on the whole entire time. Because we also were not, you know, able to really clean ourselves with anything other than baby wipes. Yeah. And um, just learning quickly that you needed to apply sunscreen there. Yeah. So speaking of sunscreen, <laughs> um, a couple of us at the at the table have had some visits to the dermatologist and helped support the local economy yeah um so you know we think that we're good about applying sunscreen and i think that i'm not the only one who can say i'm usually good at applying but i'm not always good at the reapplication um on a consistent basis and so um just speaking for myself i had um alex kind of keeping an eye on an area that I was on and off paying attention to. And before I left on um, a road trip with my kids, said, oh, you know, have you called the doctor yet? And I said, no, look, you know, this spot has gone away, and I think I'm all right. And um, sure enough, it came back. and called bullshit. Um, sure enough, it came back and, um, because I have a tendency to remind others about getting preventive services done, um, I was reminded of that (laughs) and I called and had the biopsy and, um, turned out it was basal cell carcinoma and went through the experience, we'll call it, of having that area removed and then the healing process um, on top of that. And um, so we'll just do our little reminder to our listeners. Even if it's cold in your neck of the woods, um, you can still experience sun damage um, in all different types of weather. And so you need to take care of your skin yeah, and I've had some really strange locations, too. Yeah. Um, I have very light-sensitive eyes, so I had one, like, how would you describe this? The inner curve, mm-hmm. like, yeah. under, just under the brow bone as it curves down towards your nose. 
which is very strange to me because I always have sunglasses on because the sun hurts my eyes even when it's not sunny. Mm -hmm. Like if it's super overcast, I still wear sunglasses. And then the last one is on my septum, which is her nose. The place where some of the young ones get pierced. Yeah, so it's right in the middle there, which is also strange to me. Like those two must be like reflections Mm -hmm. off of things because I start every day with sunblock. I wear CeraVe um, face lotion that has sunblock in it. So um, I'm working on, this was number four for me. So definitely don't take that for granted. Um, I didn't do a ton of tanning. I don't think everybody's like, oh my God, were you outside a lot as a kid? I'm like, my generation yeah, yeah was we outside were. a lot as a kid. I don't yep. think I was any more right than any yeah. other. Out until the streetlights came on. But and you weren't one of those that used that. baby oil all over no, you or anything like no. that. Like, um, so, you know. I, did use some know. sun in, though. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if you did, but. My, my hair has always been blonde. Yeah, I know. I, I used some sun in. Yeah, so just. I was yeah. with you. <laughs> put she the sunblock on and make sure you get the top of your ears too yeah. uh, that was where my first one was a million years ago and remember to reapply yeah and stay out of the tanning beds more importantly yeah uh, also I will say this I do struggle with it when we're backpacking because um, I don't like to have it on my hands because mm-hmm. I, it's hard to actually properly wash your hands. I mean, we use a lot of hand sanitizer, but there's not a lot of opportunities to do like an actual soapy water hand washing. So I have resorted to just buying like the stick ones Mm -hmm. and then I can real quick like, and then I can avoid having it on my hands because for a long time I'd be like, oh, it's fine. I'll put a hat on or whatever. And clearly it's not fine. So you just use it however you have to use it. Use it. I know that dermatologist sells those ones that look like a powder yeah. foundation um, stick. So it's, it's very kind of like the same. Though. It is expensive. I have only purchased it when there's been um, sales. And once upon a time, I got an employee discount. Um, that's not the case anymore. But um, I really liked that a lot. Yeah. I wish that that was an You know what else is better. expensive? This. This. So maybe just do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got a really bad burn on my scalp one time when we were hiking at Red Rocks outside of Las Vegas mm-hmm. because I had parted my hair down the middle yep. and pulled it tight into, um, like, pigtails but braids um, just so it would be off my face and off my neck and stuff like that. And it never occurred to me to apply there. Yep, yep. And the next morning, um, I was brushing my hair, and it was excruciating. So I, my hair doesn't normally part that way, so I checked it, and it was, like, almost to the point of blistering. Oh, it was burned oh. so bad. That happened to me at boot camp graduation in San Diego, and then it happened to me one other time when I was working in an accident, and the road was closed for a long time in the middle of summer. Mm. My, my part was super, super burnt. Ugh. But you know, I keep sunblock everywhere, in my cars and in my mm-hmm. work bag, and it just it also never occurred to me to put anything there. 
Yeah. So you always think your hair is protecting. But yeah. It can't always do the job. Yeah. Well, in addition to screening for skin cancer, I would say get your mammograms. Uh-huh. Although my mammogram experience. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, scary. Very scary. <laughs> so I was <laughs> taking Ronnie's advice. <laughs> <laughs> Get your screenings. Get your screenings. I'm like, okay. So I go in for this routine mammogram, and it was, you know, I never had an irregular thing happen before, and so I didn't think much of it. And got the call, like, um, we want you to come back in. And I'm like, hmm, don't like that. That's weird. But I'm like, meh, you know, maybe the maybe the tech messed up. No, she didn't. (laughs) (laughs) No, she didn't. So like, you know, you go back in and have a have a super duper mammogram which they just take pictures from a different angle it really wasn't that different than a regular mammogram sure. was this your first mammogram yeah no okay no um and then they're like hmm, we're gonna have you talk to the radiologist and I was like yeah, I don't like that either so he comes in and there was something <laughs> that he said in all his years He's never seen anything like that before. <laughs> Sir, I got some special titties. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sir, We're going to put you in the medical journals. Yeah. Just you do not wish always, to be an anomaly. <laughs> just what I've always wanted. Thanks, though. So special. So I had um, a biopsy, and it turned out, thankfully, to be a benign, um, rare sort of tumor in my breast. And it was just, you know... It's an experience. He used like a suction, like a vacuum cleaner is how ah. they take these biopsies. And it was so bizarre. Like it's numbed, so it's not painful. But you're feeling, I'm feeling the inside uh-huh. of my body in a place that you don't usually, it's not like your mouth, you know? Yeah. So it was just weird. And it's like, and they said there's going to be some bruising. Oh my gosh. Oh, it was. Was there bruising? <laughs> Listeners, I think that tears came to my eyes mm-hmm. when I saw a picture and then in person. It was, it was we, awful. we hated to know that our Dixie had been through that trauma because it was a very angry, very large bruise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it went, it, it healed or it changed color so differently than a regular bruise would because normally it's so damn deep yeah Yeah. so normally it's like a bruise starts off kind of maybe red and then it gets dark and then it gets kind of that yellow green green. and yellow Mm -hmm. it was kind of the opposite so it was like a surface level bruise but then the deep stuff came out and then it had to go through that process again so i want to say that i had really ugly bruising for almost six weeks wow yeah and I was just like, oh, yuck. And, you know, I'm glad that I had it taken care of and all that kind of stuff. And it, it turned out that it wasn't anything to worry about. But it is a frustrating thing financially mm-hmm. because Ugh. the first mammogram is covered. Yeah. But if they find anything irregular about it and you have to go back, you get charged for that. That's yep. wild. And so it, it really is... You know, we don't normally get into this kind of advocacy kind of thing, but it really is a frustrating thing because if you're really worried about money, Mm -hmm. why would you ever want to go and get the first mammogram? Because if they find something, 
you're going to pay for it. So interesting, just to keep in mind, and, and this may not be true of all insurance companies, but my dental hygienist was telling me the last time that I was there, she was getting ready to donate a kidney to her chiropractor's wife. Of course. Super generous. Mm-hmm. And one of the next things that she had to do was an, another, she had to have a mammogram, but she had already had her mammogram for the year. Yep. So she called the insurance company and they were like, well, you know, we only cover one a year or whatever, yeah. whatever. And she said, and a couple of hours went by and the insurance, the person that she had been speaking to called her back and said, I did some digging and I found that if you go to a freestanding radiology clinic, like instead of going through the know, hospital, through the hospital, if you go to a freestanding place, it will be covered. Hmm. Wow. So if if you find yourself in that situation again, it might be something that's worth exploring because right. she wasn't didn't end up having to pay for it because and, and kudos to that insurance person right. for Normally actually caring enough get to off the phone and be done do the it. digging. Yeah. But um, I still think that you would have to pay for the radiologist to read it. Maybe. Yeah, but even that's way less than. Well, thankfully, I, I have insurance that would cover some of it. But sure. still, it was one of those things like, okay, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm going to take care of myself. That's such a good thing. And then here's a $700 bill. Right. And I was just like, mother trucker. Well, you know, I've had that happen multiple times yeah. on that same front. So I've had four mammograms. Two of them, they flagged, had me come back. And the second time it happened, they couldn't get me in for the diagnostic mammogram and the ultrasound for three weeks. And then you're sitting there worrying about it for three weeks. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that either. And so it was, they want to watch it, right? Right. So come back in six months. So now I've already had two. You You want me to have a third. Right. And so it's like 13 months, basically. Well, they didn't cover, even though the next one was just a regular mammogram again, it was coded as diagnostic a second time. Yep. So the insurance wouldn't pay for it. So I paid for two Good procedures yep. or imaging out of, pocket. out of pocket in a 12-month period just so they could tell me it seems have, okay. You have dense breast tissue. So yeah. my oldest was having intestinal issues and um, after blood work, exams, etc., they recommended... Um, an invasive procedure and because it was diagnostic and not preventive due to obviously his young age out of pocket and he you know is of the age of majority so has to handle all of this alone um is still covered under my health insurance but um I overheard when he was checking in that they were telling him that his patient portion was, I don't know, I want to say it was like $1,900. Oh, my it, gosh. It might have even been more than that. Are you ready? To, are you prepared to pay for that today? And he laughed and said no. Hmm. I feel like that's a conversation you have in advance. Right. Yeah, for sure. And 
he came and sat down and he told me, you know, I had heard it. He relayed it in a little bit of a different manner, but he said, um, it's probably like the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What do they think? Just... I'm just coming with like my pocket full of cash. <laughs> um, but said, um, I wouldn't be here if they, you know, it's not like I think that this is going to be a fun time. Mm-hmm. I'm here because they told me I needed to be, here. I needed to get this done so we could figure out what's going on. And that's why I'm here. And not until, you know, I saw the explanation of benefits and I started looking into it more, did I realize it's all in how they order oh. it and code it. Mm-hmm. And because of his age, it, it wouldn't be preventive. It wouldn't be something that he would need to do. And um, not that our procedures other than the procedure itself, were similar. Some of the findings were the same, which I thought was interesting given the fact that there's 24 years difference between the two of us when we both had the same mm-hmm. procedure. We both have similar like end results, mm-hmm. um, which, yeah. Then there's, you know, getting bills as a young person and, not opening their mail and them oh my, oh my them gosh. also not opening their mail because if you don't open it, it just goes away. Right. right. There's just a stack. Does everybody have their adult children like a stack of fucking mail yep. sitting at their house that they're just walking by every day? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure it wasn't just my house because it's... <laughs> no. Like this is part of adulting. Mm-hmm. Do you... Yeah. Are you aware? You, okay. <laughs> Like maybe we haven't set a good example, but I know which ones to ignore and which <laughs> yeah. ones to open. You, I don't have that experience. The return no. address is a clue. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, everybody's got that. Huh? Like, yep. oh, right. Yeah. Well, mine just expects me to pay everything anyway. So. Well, there's that too. So many layers. Of so I'm supposed to open. But I'm supposed <laughs> to. I'm supposed to read minds. That oh, that's yeah. what's oh. in there. And then say, oh, don't worry, I'll take care of it. Right. I said, what? <laughs> what I'm not going to take care of is you getting sent to collections because you have unpaid parking right. tolls or whatever in <laughs> oh, another state. You're on your own. Uh, so. Because you was probably going somewhere you weren't supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? Show me the No. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, so that was life. Yeah. But yeah. I will also say this, though. I had been putting off a mammogram because I was sick. Scared. <laughs> uh, it it was not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. And that was your first one? Mm-hmm. That was this year. Okay. Although I didn't appreciate them telling me that I'm high risk and I now have to have alternating ultrasounds and mammograms every six months. But you know what? That's in here nor there. Because of your breast density? I think because of our family history. Um, my maternal grandmother and one of my paternal aunts okay. had. So it's on both sides. Yeah. So yeah, just do it. Just do it. Do the things you know you're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, the squishing only lasts so long, and it actually didn't even hurt that bad. Yeah. I don't. I don't find it that. I mean, it's no. the the fact of how cold the plates yeah. are to me is almost 
worse than yeah. the pressure. Yeah, it, and I, I do actually have really dense breast tissue. I do too. Um, Me too. I've got holes in mine now, so it's good. <laughs> it's like Swiss cheese. Oh, Lord. Um, but only on the right one. <laughs> so you got a mismatch. Right. For now. They're cousins, mm-hmm. not sisters. Right. <laughs> like your eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, dear. Any levity to bring to this? Absolutely. Let's see. Let's, anyone? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about <laughs> So, Let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> Let's talk about okay, sex. Speaking of, you know, I did, I did um, dangle the carrot in front of the listeners in the last um, episode, so um, I'll just go ahead and get on with it. So the dating escapades has led me um, to meet a total of four. People, I almost said gentlemen, but that would be a lie. <laughs> Tonsils, maybe not um, so much. I don't know. In person, and um, with the exception of one of them, they were at least two years older than me, um, and one of them was nine years older than me. And so, if you're in a relationship and you're partner is aging, you know, let's just be open and honest. I'm also aging. Things don't look the same way that they used to. The body's been through a little bit of, or a lot of bit of stuff. Um, Living life. But the one thing is how refreshing honesty is. So three of the four, as I mentioned, older than me. And listeners, you know, think what you will, but not all of them were on the train ride to Poundtown, okay? (laughs) Um, Not everybody bought a ticket. (laughs) But three, well. Not everybody was granted a ticket. (laughs) Not everybody was granted a ticket, but, you know, there definitely was um, people in line. Um, So the... Exclusive train. The three, <laughs> the three that um, are older than me, all had varying degrees of discussion and or honesty about any um, effects of aging on performance. Performance part of their body. So. I know it's not an issue for all men. Um, I think that what I have maybe learned is that um, just like I'm not 21 anymore, neither are they. Um, And there's a lot to be said about being able to openly communicate with either your current partner or a potential partner on where things are at in that regard. Um, But when I kind of talked a little bit about not settling in the last episode and not um, being with someone who can talk a big game but not 
take the train to the station. Um, that kind of goes, that, that kind of goes, in, you know, hand in hand. Um, and so there was kind of a unique experience that I had and shared um, messages and exchanges um, with the confidants and um, many of us found ourselves bewildered in asking what the fuck in um, many different ways, shapes, forms. Um, Gifts. Gifts. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. I probably said, what the dick? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that that wasn't wrong. Pun was <laughs> what dick? Pun, um, pun was not intended. <laughs> so, again, you know, there's just going to be um, some conversations that need to be had if you're on the journey. Um, but I definitely am going to respect a man more who is just honest and upfront about where they're at um, before anybody runs the risk of misunderstanding or hurt feelings or... Um, cold showers or disappointment or, <laughs> or, or whatever the case may be, right? Terry drives home. Oh, yeah. And then being told that, you know, you have a mental problem because you cried because you thought that this was somebody you could actually see yourself spending a little bit more time with, but they weren't honest with themselves and therefore couldn't be honest with you. But somehow that's my problem. But onward and upward um, fragile, to bigger. Literally. Fragile yeah. masculinity is real. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? To um, bigger and better things. Um, and I do mean bigger and better <laughs> things. So, um, <laughs> toot, toot. so yeah, um, there is, you know. <laughs> choo, choo. I, I was over thinking, it's the Quad City DJ. We always call it the train. <laughs> Michelle, Tamika, and Tanya want to ride this train now. Come on now. Choo-choo. Okay. Train to pound down. So, um, so listeners, you know, I might have some more things to share in upcoming episodes. Um, but in the meantime, you know, be honest with yourself and be honest with your potential or current partners about where things are at because communication can be sexy as hell. Word. Justine, did you have something you wanted to share? She do she does. I, I can tell by looking at her if y'all could see the smirk going on on her face. <laughs> tell us more. <laughs> oh Lord. The shush heard rush. The shush heard around the world. <laughs> no shit. I love it. Break it down. I oh. want nobody else to hear the sound. So I had um, an interesting experience with a new partner, and um, some of it I felt like was maybe just cultural because um, he's not originally from the United States, and I won't bore you with all of the things that were a little weird, but... Um, When he achieved orgasm, organism, organism, 
as was um, recently written by someone <laughs> we may, we will not name because they apparently don't know how to write very well, but uh, their grasp on the English language is loose at best. He started laughing. And he is from the U.S. Laughing, like really like belly laughing, like. And like the kind of <clears throat> contagious laugh where you can't help but laugh because they're laughing like that. Yeah. Well, I you? was so taken aback that I I definitely did not join in the laughter. <laughs> no, but I mean, like when you hear absolutely, that kind of laughing, yes, okay. under like, any other circumstance. Right, right. Yeah. I'm talking like if you were standing up, it would be like you're doubled over, like hands on your knees, cracking up, like your tummy hands hurts. Okay. <laughs> so. Um, Whatever. We want to know, listeners. Is First that- of all, I want to know if anybody else has ever had a similar experience. But to follow it up, then, like, this was the first time. And for me, it's important to have some feedback. Post, post-coitus discussion. <laughs> yeah. You know, like. Pillow talk. <laughs> right. So, you know, we're all kind of snuggled up and. The laughing has subsided. The laughing has subsided. And so I started (laughs) to just ask questions, and I was shushed, both verbally and by by his hand being placed over my mouth. (laughs) um, What the dick? So I was like, "Uh, (laughs) uh, ah, okay. So anyways, we both dozed off for a bit, and then, like, I got up and got dressed, and I left, and there was never any, any follow-up discussion. Like, I don't know. Like, I want to know. Did well, did you like me? Did this feel good? Like, right. I, so was I that- sexy? Like, yeah. whatever. So you was know there what I mean? no feedback during either? No. Okay. Not, like, shh. <laughs> Absolute silence until the laughing. What the actual fuck? Right. Okay. Uh, so, no noise during orgasm. No, just the laughing following. That's like some Joker type shit. So, right no, there. like, <gasps> no, just. <laughs> Oh, it was no. Like, I know. <laughs> yeah, more, much more like that. So, I mean, I guess truthfully, I feel like orgasms can bring out all kinds of different reactions. Like there's been times where I've had a perfectly wonderful experience and then and burst into yes. tears. I oh yeah, too. plenty of times. Or you know, I think that there have been times where I probably giggled in the middle of it just for thinking of something maybe totally unrelated, and then being embarrassed that I wasn't like present. <laughs> Yes, but then yeah, well, well, let's stop and have a conversation about the grocery list. That was going <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know, but you know. So, but again, it would be good to have a conversation afterwards to just get a better understanding of that human being and being like, "What was? What was that?" So that was unusual. <laughs> yeah, help me understand what just happened. Yeah. Did you not. want to share with the class what was so funny? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I. So if you're listening and you're comfortable, obviously no names need to be shared involved. But have Slide you, into ha- our DMs. 
Yeah. Have you real. had these kinds of experience, like a, a strange post-orgasm outburst? <laughs> Because <laughs> what we're like, has this happened to anybody? No, it was his head. <laughs> I, I have questions. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I've taken that train more than a handful of times, and I have never experienced anything like that. Uh, yeah, like this is not my first rodeo here, right? People. I mean. Like, I've been apart from my husband for a while, and I was married for, like, we were together a long time, like 21 years or something. And so I'm going to throw myself under the pound town bus here just for a minute, (laughs) but I'm just going to say that I went a little crazy. Hey, we are sex positive here. Right. And we don't don't yuck anyone's yum. You enjoy. So, like, when we, when I first split up with my husband, I was like. She was wilding. I was wild. I had (laughs) stabbing cabin. I had to be like, girlfriend, (laughs) can I just get like a first name and like maybe a phone number? So for if you go disappeared, I can like have a jumping off point. out there. We got to take care of each other. Because I love you. (laughs) Um, And I want to find your body. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Is that a recovery mission, I hope? No. (laughs) I'm just. We might need to whoop some ass, though. You know what I'm saying, though. Like, I was concerned. Right. Yeah. We've watched so, a lot of episodes of Snapped. We know how to not, to not make mm. mistakes. Yeah. Um, that was interesting. Yeah. So you've participated in enough orgasms that you feel like you, you know, you've had been a good the source sampling. Of, yeah. Had a good sampling and no one's ever had. It's purely scientific. Right. Exactly. No one's had this reaction. No. There is an N of one. <laughs> For, Thank you for the statistical <laughs> breakdown. For um, post-coital laughter. Now's the time for the breakdown. So, Justine, would you be comfortable sharing with the class if this has been an isolated incident with said laugh jockey? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was an isolated so, experience. Was um, the was the laughter enough to make the determination that it was going to be a one and done? Or because I think our listeners probably want to know. I think it was just the culmination of all of it. Because um, shh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, That's there was got me shook. There, <laughs> there was the shush. Um, which was like equally shocking for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then just, I don't know. It was like totally like lights out. Like get your own self undressed. Not really nothing, much exploring. No. Erotic, erotic. And oops. I, to be honest, I was surprised that it even went there because it was our third date before he even kissed me. And then he was, like, so nervous. He even asked, like, he was like, I really want to kiss you. Is that okay? Did he inspect your tonsils? No, it was nice. But um, I certainly didn't expect, like, the next time that I saw him, You've garnered so much courage. Right. Now you're taking me to bed. 
But I was like, all right. Yeah, okay. I mean, maybe he was laughing because he was like, God damn. I did the damn yeah. thing. <laughs> He's like been talking to himself, hyping himself up for yeah. it. Yay me. But yeah. again, that would be nice to know. Like, yeah. I feel like. Like, I'm sorry. I just, I never thought we'd be here. Right. And I'm super proud of myself. I'm so happy that this happened. There's a lot of emotions yeah. pumping yeah. through yeah. me. I mean, literally. Hormones. Pumping out of me. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's something. That's something to ponder. <laughs> Just like no, I, I it's almost the shushing that is more Yes. Yeah. I can't I mean I, I could actually be like I mean, we just talked about bursting into tears after right. having an orgasm. I could get on board with that being a similar reaction. Yeah, I yeah, cannot sure. get on board with you shushing me immediately after we fuck. Well, <laughs> and then with no follow up, like, okay, yeah. if you need a shush, okay, but then well, that's well, because sometimes you do just need a moment, right? Sure, and that's right. like what I thought. Like, all right, we'll, we'll like bask we'll just in it, like yeah. be cuddly or whatever for a minute, and then then we'll talk. Then we'll talk, but no. We're just, no, that was a perpetual shh. <laughs> yeah. And on for hours. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Three hours later. <laughs> shh. Extended shush. Okay. Now, you may or may not be okay with this, but I feel like we should ask Mr. Alex what he thinks about this. Yeah. I'm down. I mean, it's not like we have secrets. Right? Let's be honest. He, I think he just are dis- we gonna summons him now? Oh, I don't know where he is. Oh, okay. I mean, I do. I can. Do you want yeah. me to? I'm just. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. Stand by. Hey, talk, up, <laughs> talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> I'm all for clamped. Her voice. It was like butter. <laughs> Now's the time we come unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> Now's the time us rockets when we dance. Would you like to touch my monkey? Touch him. Love him. Shh. Dita. Oh, my God. That's- your monkey is not allowed to dance or talk. Shh. Shut your monkey up. <laughs> or, ooh, ooh, ha, ha. <laughs> I just want to know more. Inquiry minds really yeah, do want to know. We do. And... You know, it's not in a poke fun kind of way. It's like we just want to understand because the I think we've established that it's not really so much the laughter because we all have different responses to having that release of chemicals because that's what orgasm does, right? Right. But <clears throat> why can't we talk? Yeah. That's it. That's it. Like, to me, your having sex is a yes. pretty intimate thing. <laughs> yeah. And then to not be able to talk about it and to be like, oh, this is just, like, something we're not going to ever discuss. Mm-hmm. Well, I in Your dick I, was in me. Your fluids. Or, you know, we kissed. Right. And all of this stuff. Like, that's a big, that's a big deal. I know. But, I mean, if, when you break it down like that, the door having to be closed and the lights out and stuff like that was a pretty big indicator that oh yeah you know what i'm saying welcome to the studio mr Mm -hmm. alex yeah how about that you get to sit in the hot seat (laughs) okay i didn't tell him oh okay so we have to just we're gonna do a quick quick recap well good evening ladies (laughs) this is good evening mr alex here so um fairly recent 
sexual exploration with a new partner culminated in a um, big bout of laughter upon his completion. Completion. Never experienced that before. So, okay. That's there, part one. There wasn't a fart involved, was there? No, no. <laughs> um, and so subsequently, like, I wanted to discuss this, and then I was shushed. In this fashion. Shh. Hand over, hand over mouth, and the shh. shh. I have learned long ago never to shush a woman. <laughs> so we, well, we would like... This particular sir had not been taught that lesson. We would like your... Um, so that's part two. Perception of the situation. Of the laugh or the shush? Both. I, well, definitely not the shush. I've learned that. Alex does not like the shush, no matter how much Bacardi she's had. <laughs> <laughs> the laugh. Um, I, I need more context. Okay, so, like... <laughs> Do you? He came. He laughed. <laughs> he shushed. Like, I don't know. Like, that kind of laugh. He came. He laughed. He shushed. I, and it was, was this the first time? Mic drop. Yeah. Yeah. The first time with him or the first time? First time. First. He, has, he has three kids. It wasn't his first time. Right. But the first time having an orgasm with you. Yes. Yes. Okay. That she knows about. And what was... What, <laughs> what was your reaction to said orgasm? His? No, yours. Oh, I'm not quiet. But it was not at the same time. Okay. Like mine had happened. So his laugh was after his orgasm or yours? His. Hmm. And I mean like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like this. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. I've, I've, I don't think I've ever like laughed. No idea. No, in over four decades on this earth, I don't think I've ever laughed like that after an orgasm. Mm. Who is this mysterious fellow? <laughs> we'll call we him. We don't the share Joker. names. No, I just meant like his character. Yeah, <laughs> as a person. Well, the shush is definitely a no. So that's unless it was like you're both drunk and he just puts his finger on your lips and says. No, no, we were not drunk. Okay, okay, all right. Um, nice try, though. I really so appreciate your. I think you have to experience this again to see <laughs> what. <laughs> it's for science. This is for okay, science. Justine, <laughs> it's for science. Take one for the team. Our listeners want to know because mm-hmm. you have to report back. Because if he laughs again like that after an orgasm, that's a sign. He might be of a what? psychopath. Then. Oh, really? I don't know. Made that up. Okay. <laughs> oh, was there like any sound, any weird noises after no, the orgasm? No, it was like no. Okay, so you know the, how you know the room like some pitched, air gets in there. No. <laughs> no. What else you need to understand is the room was pitch black. There was no light in the room whatsoever. No tickling involved. Hmm. Why was it pitch black? Why would you do that? Why would he do that? Oh, that was his choice. Mm-hmm. Mm, there's a red flag. <laughs> See, I need to know more. There's and, more and, context that the viewers need to know. You need to paint a picture. Sorry, we should have called you in sooner. Um, yeah, like I had to undress myself and hmm. 
door closed, lights out. So you mean I should have the sound on in the studio booth over here when Maybe. I'm producing this thing? <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna have to come up with a sign. Okay. Get a light. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, you're gonna have to do some more investigation. We're gonna have to circle back. You don't have this, to be on the receiving end of it. We'll just start asking people randomly, like, when you have an orgasm, have you ever burst out laughing? I feel like you could. Yeah, because I, I mean, I've that. kind of already like shut the door hmm. on that. Yeah. Well, you're never gonna know. Someone knows. Someone, someone out there knows. The truth is out there. Yeah. Like write comment in the podcast and yeah. leave, leave your experience. I've never laughed. That's kind of weird. Well, I mean, we talked about like different emotions, different emotions being felt. I mean, you know, sometimes we've had sex and I've cried afterwards, and you're like, "What? The, what? What's happening?" But then you talked about it. I know, but you were like, the, "It was like the, the best ever," right. and now, like, I get that. Obviously, Mister <laughs> Allen. <laughs> Explanation. I didn't just burst into tears and then be like, Shh. <laughs> "Ask no questions." Well, maybe you're just you enjoying the glow. Well, wait a minute. Didn't we? Didn't someone in the group share an article about how orgasms do the same thing to your brain as marijuana or like a? That was me. Okay, I, I put it in our um, group message on the because, Instagram, but it was it was masturbation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but it well, was the orgasm. It was the orgasm, <laughs> but, but they never identified if it was the, thought, they were studying it in Germany but they never identified if it was they cuz they collected all of the samples with people who had masturbated not oh populated so you think the orgasm does different things if it's with somebody so that was my that's that's, that's the, the question that's the question i had that's, i wanted to inquiring explore minds, more again want to know we should have th- mm. remembered that. I mean, we can go to Germany Earlier. and masturbate you know. <laughs> <laughs> for science. It's for science. Was no, there I a mean, way we... to measure in those samples if the men laughed? <laughs> no, <laughs> I think they were women. Were they all women? I don't think so. Oh. All right. Well, I expect a report back. You're okay. Gonna, you're going to take another one for the team. I, I'm probably not. Gonna. <laughs> but listeners, if you've had an experience that you're willing to share, we. Again, we want to know. This is an intriguing thing that we need to hear more about <laughs> without putting Justine in the position where she's going to have to try this one again because right. that's position. not a thing. So I will also, <laughs> I will also poll my, my guy friends yeah. to find out if this is a thing. All right. All right. We, we appreciate that. Thank you. Right, for them well. or for their partners, whoever their partners might be. Sure. Maybe they've had somebody burst into belly laughter. I don't know. All right. Well, thanks, ladies. It was euphoric. Thank you. That's it. You're that good. Perhaps. He was speechless. (laughs) (laughs) So was I. (laughs) (laughs) Sure made two of us. All right. Okay. Where's my laughing note? We went a little long on that one. Yeah, we did. Oh, you're so funny. You're so funny. You know what we haven't done in a long time? What's that? Told anybody where to find us on the socials? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Like, and forever, ever? We haven't. So, locate us on the Instagram at cocktails, the and sign, confidence. Follow us, like us, comment on us. Share us with your friends. Yes. You can find this podcast and also share it with your friends. Um, 
pretty much wherever you find your podcasts. Yep. And if you leave us a good review on Apple Podcasts, people will find us more quickly and yeah. easily. Like us, love us. Yeah. So. All right. All right, ladies. Until we'll never years. shush you. Yeah, we'll, we won't shush you <laughs> right. or laugh and not explain why. <laughs> All right. All right. Cheers. Cheers.